Hey everybody, welcome back to For Love and Gossip. This is your host, Ayana, and we have... Maddie uh, here. Ready for a fun podcast. Yeah, what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about what we've been up to. We're going to talk about friends versus therapy, what we're obsessed with, what's been going on in the world. Perfect. So, start it off. What have you been obsessed with this week, Ayana? Um, I've been obsessed with... Um, I'm reading a new book by Emrata. I don't know how to say her fucking last name. So I'm going to call her Emrata. It's called My Body. Uh, it's pretty good. I do. I really like it. Um, and then another obsession I'm having is with skincare. Uh, the Tatcha Water Cream. Um, super not affordable. <laughs> not cheap. That not cheap. But... Um, if you guys are looking for a dupe, the Inky List has an Omega Water Bomb, I think it's called, and it's for like $11. I also use that one. Um, I've been trying to dive into skincare that is more affordable so I can splurge on other areas in my life. And then somebody that I just recently followed on Instagram that I'm really loving is Caroline Rippa. So she does like reels of um, wedding wedding like I don't know they call it like wedding talk on like TikTok so she's like really popular on there and that's how how I found her because you planning a wedding um no but (laughs) I like her because maybe maybe I'll be getting a ring soon so just been kind of looking um at some stuff gathering some inspiration so what are you obsessed with I am obsessed with Prima R&R Cream, which is a hemp CBD lotion that I just love. It is kind of a little pricier, but I just usually use it on my neck before I sleep. How much is it? 40 bucks. Oh, it's not bad. No, it's still like, yeah. it's not your typical Walmart lotion, but it's worth it because it has a 750 um, like milligrams. milligrams of the CBD in it. Oh, that's dose. cool. I'm also obsessed with organizing and labeling. It's kind of that spring cleaning time. So I've been mm-hmm. buying a lot of plastic boxes or um, containers and labeling them and going through things and taking stuff to the Goodwill. Damn, look at you. It's a good time for that. And some books I'm reading currently are The Guest List and The Lost Apothecary. I'm in two book clubs with family members, so we just kind of take turns picking out books and choosing and those are the two different book clubs that I am reading kind of fun cool I think both of us we were talking earlier that we've been getting into reading a lot so I love it I think it's a a new era for us really deep diving into educating ourselves through books yes except for you know I love the nonfiction, and I also love the fictitious books yes so if anyone wants to download the Goodreads app, it's a great tool to stay organized with your books and um, good place for what you're going to read in the future as well. So. Cool. Yeah. Download it, everybody. <laughs> I might be downloading it later on. Who knows? Yes, you are. Maybe you joining Maybe joining a book club with Maddie and her mom. We can read. I love books. Does your mom, your mom's in it, right? Your no, mom. It's my oh. grandma so we oh, okay. read like all sorts of stuff i'll like, read with your grandma healing books yeah and all sorts of stuff and then let's do it yeah and then <laughs> <laughs> the other book club is just my cousin so we read just fun books but oh that's cool she's also open to reading nonfiction books so it's kind of fun to read different stuff 
Awesome. So catch us up. What have you been up to? What's uh, what's going on with life? Um, currently, my water heater is broken. So going on the third week of that bullshit. It's fine. Not a big deal. Just little house on the prairie. Girl over here. Boiling mm-hmm. water to take baths or, you know, doing sponge baths with microwaving water. And oh. It's so fun. Or I shower at So work. fun. It's so good. Just, don't worry, guys. I'm clean. I just takes a while <laughs> to get clean. <laughs> It's fine. This week, it's looking up. We're going to be getting a new one, I believe. The reason why we didn't get one sooner was because of our warranty, which is American Home Shield, and they suck. So just saying that. If you've had a good experience, love that for you. Didn't work out for me, so. Boo. I know. It's fine. Other than that, just been working. How about you? You have had a fun last month. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell um, me about it. I want to hear all about it. <laughs> um, Jorge and I went to Cancun. Um, it was a great time. There was no expectation for the trip, which I thoroughly enjoyed. I'm a person who's like a control freak, so it was kind of <laughs> nice. Yeah, it was kind of nice not to have like an expectation or like, you know, just an everyday activity that we wanted to like achieve. So we literally um, sat by the beach, sat by the pool, we ate food, um, got drinks. Uh, (laughs) The one night, I think it was Saturday night. Okay, yeah. It was Saturday night while we were in Cancun and we went to the club. Uh, Mm -hmm. The club is called the Mandala and we went with Caitlin and Louise. Caitlin and Louise are on their honeymoon or I think they're back now, but yeah, they were on their honeymoon. Um, they went to Cancun as well, and we ended up all staying at the same hotel. So we How hung out. It? Yeah, it was fun. I had a good time. Um, we got a bottle service. Wow. Yeah, we got bottle service. And when you're in Cancun, if you've ever been and you do get bottle service in a club, you know that uh, they serve you the drinks. Like, you don't pour your own drinks or anything. Wow. Like, it's all done for you. You have someone designated to do that. Was this a um, club on the resort, or did you go off? We, go, we went off the resort. It was, like, uh, maybe, like, a 15-minute walk. Um, think of it as, like, like a strip, like, with all the clubs and everything. Wow. It's literally just a strip of clubs, markets. So it was super cool. Um, we had a great time. I had too much tequila. Did you? I actually did. And I, I know. always hold back when we go out to drink. Dude, I had way too much tequila, and I thought it was, like, at first, when we got there, and I was, like, feeling myself, I was like, wow, okay. Uh, I'm on vacation. I'm on vacation. <laughs> and then, on top of that, I was like, I'm not even feeling it. Like, why am I – I love tequila so much. I'm like, I'm not feeling anything. Maybe I'm just some, like, tequila it out. Like, I just need more. <laughs> Give yeah. me more. <laughs> yeah. So, like, every, like, five to ten minutes, I was asking the guy. I was like, oh, yeah, give me another one. Oh, yeah, give me another one. Give me another one. Um, can't even tell you how many shots I had. I have no idea. No idea. We ended up going back to the hotel. We ordered room service oh for all of us. Um, the only people that were literally trashed were Luis and I. Luis puked. And then the next morning, I woke up before sunrise, and I barfed everywhere. Mm. Sorry, TMI. But literally, I had no. too much tequila, and the room service was probably a bad idea. Tequila mixed with room service food, no bueno. So... Yeah. Other than that, we had a great time, okay? <laughs> other than getting trashed? Yeah. What was your next day then? Were you super hungover? Um, I think I slept in for quite a bit, but uh, the next day was fine. I 
I don't really get hungover or like have a hangover like on tequila anymore. Carol's father-in-law agreed that you're never hungover after tequila. Yeah. Alcohol is not so well with me. <laughs> yeah, I'm usually not hungover with tequila. Um, can I have too much of it? Absolutely. Um, I just wake up in the middle of the night with heart palpitations and dizzy and headache. Nope, not so me. So I think I'm just not well with alcohol in general. Except for that Saturday. I was really surprised that I puked, if oh. I'm being quite honest. I, I don't like puking. The whole time I was puking, I was still drunk. And I was literally... All I remember while I was <laughs> while that was happening was I was telling myself, I'm never drinking again. Like, in my head, I kept repeating that. I was like, you're never drinking again. Why would you do that? And then the next day, I was like, mm, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> Got it all out. Or I can have you, another... Differentiate the two trips that you've taken because you were off the resort for one trip and then you were on resort for the other. Mm-hmm. How would you compare the two Mexico trips? Um, I'm not gonna lie, I do like both experiences, but the fact that we were on a resort was like relaxing. Mm-hmm. Um, sitting next to the beach, less no expectation, yeah, less stress. Um, but when I travel, I feel like there, there, there's so many things that I want to do and mm-hmm. see. So I, I'm not going to lie. I do think a non-resort, like not going to a resort, is probably more my style. Now that I, I've never experienced a resort before, so now that I have, I think I kind of know what I like to do when I travel. And that's like being on my own time and having like a guideline for what I want to do. Because mm-hmm. when we went to Tulum last year, we visited a lot of cenotes and... Um, drove around and it was just nice local food so we had opportunities to go out and just do a lot more see a lot more and I felt like we didn't really have that this time which is fine that's what we that's what this vacation was for wasn't having no expectation and we loved it but now having the two I think Mm -hmm. I know that I like having something to do I guess not that we couldn't do anything at the resort, like with the resort or leave the resort, mm-hmm. but I don't know. What do you think? Like, what do you like to do when you travel? Do you like having something where, like, you like having like a more relaxing, no expectations, or do you like having things planned out where you have a guideline? I like both too. You love both. But I'm an organizational kind of person when it yeah. comes to things, and I like being knowing what I'm doing. It's my board of what's yeah. going on. So, so like I said earlier, I'm like, it's already mapped out. We know we're doing. Yeah. But I also like the resorts because I can just get up and go get breakfast or coffee. Like it's still structured in the fact that there's things to do and mm-hmm. I pay for it and that time is allotted for it. Right. So I don't know. I like just traveling in general, whatever I do. I don't really care. Yeah. It's kind of fun though. When I went to Florida um, last year, maybe. Mm-hmm. My cousin was working, and I got to just do the day, whatever. And she was super nice and let me use her car. So I went to oh, the cool. mall, and I did um, – I went – not the mall, but, like, an outdoor strip in Tampa Bay mm-hmm. where you can shop all day. And um, I went kind to of just little, did your own thing, yeah, so a little self-care by yourself. And, like, lot, or, like, went to a little lunch place. Yeah. And then I did Soul Cycle, which I've never done. So I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. I love Soul Cycle. I love cycling. <laughs> so that was the best, just to kind of like not have any idea what I'm doing that day. Yeah. And then I just got to plan it out. I love that. So, do you have any other like traveling 
Um, I know we're going to Scottsdale, Arizona, but other than There's that, structures. So I don't know. your structure there. Yes, I'm a control freak, so I have like everything <laughs> planned out. Did you use the Batch app? I feel like you should have no, used it. No, no, really I just have everything in my app. notes. Okay, well we. So need I think I'm gonna. Do it. I think I'm gonna create. Hannah, if you're listening, I'm gonna order. I think I'm gonna order like off of Etsy, like times out, like plan for like the weekend, just like the major things. So like when dinner would be. Um, oh, like when, to hang in the house? Yeah, so, like, to, like, just, like, or to, like, little ones to put on every girl's bed and just say, like, this is Cute. the expectation, like, these are the times I expect everyone to be ready by. <laughs> I'm a control freak. <laughs> so. Let's go. Hannah's more go with the flow, but I also want to make sure that there are things where it's, like, it's just structured and mm-hmm. she has a good time, like, I love the go with the flow, but I don't want to be sitting at the Airbnb. I want everyone to have a good time. I want her to have a good time. I want to make sure we celebrate in the right way. So I believe structure is going to do that for us. (laughs) So besides Arizona, where are you going? I am going to Idaho to see my dad. He lives in Boise. So that's going to be so fun. He has a pool, so we're just going to hang out. Mm -hmm. I'll be going over the 4th of July weekend. Luckily, I don't have to work. Good for you. It's my off week or off holiday. Thank God. I have to work. Ugh, you I'm do. sad. That's yeah, sucks. it's and my holiday on. Be a lot of trauma coming in. Probably. So super sorry. fun. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Anywhere else? Um, Any other? And then I am also gonna go to Florida to see my other cousin who now lives there. So we're gonna have a good time. Is it Sarah? Sarah Kate. Kate? Yep. Sarah okay. Kate. Yeah. And then my sister and I are going there together. So that'll be fun. Yeah. I'm super excited. I love Florida so much. Wish I could live there. I mean, I could, but. Yeah. Kind of just bought a house, kind of homebound here for a while. <laughs> You're stuck. Maybe eventually. You're I'll stuck for a little bit until. Stuck for a little bit. Unless you guys want to rent this place out at some I don't point. I think anyone's going to rent this place out. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Home, like, you you know, never know. know. Okay. Airbnb? Airbnb, Airbnb <laughs> it out. It's pretty close. It's close, it's close to, to a city. city so. Um, it's fine. What yeah. about you? Anything other than Arizona? Yes. I'm going to. Trying to think. I feel like I okay. Yeah, after Arizona, we're going. I'm also going to Florida in Ooh. October. Yeah, my cousin is getting married on October 29th. Love October weddings, so I'm super mm-hmm. excited for her. Um, I think Jorge and I are both gonna go up there, and then after that, we're gonna go meet Jackie. Uh, Jackie's one of my really good friends. I've known her since high school. So. I used to work with her at Victoria's Secret. No big deal. Woo. <laughs> We just need to back clarify in, we both know her. Days, the way the world works is it just everyone blends together. Everyone knows everyone. I know. It's kind of weird how it works that way. But, yeah. So, I think we're going to go visit Jackie in Florida. Um, Jackie and Blake like to travel a lot. So, they – I think we're going to go to Universal, like the mm-hmm. Horror Nights. So, Jackie doesn't really like I'm it. Jealous. But Can I come? Yes. If you want to come, please do. So I think we're going to do something to that sort and just kind of hang out, sit by a pool, beach, go to the Halloween Horror Nights, get scared, get spooked. Love it. I've done the Kansas City um, Worlds of Fun Spooky Night. That oh. was so fun. That was back in high school. I've never done it. Oh, we should do it. I literally, the I'm like. The costumes, <clears throat> they do a pretty good job, but I obviously Florida will top that, but that's local to where we're at. Yeah. Would be to go there and do their spooky night. 
Yeah, I say that I'm really excited, but I know I'm going to be a, a scaredy cat. That's all right. That's fine, right? Okay. You'll, you'll survive. Yeah. They're not going to kill you. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Okay, misquotes. <laughs> what else has been going on in the world? What do we want to update people with? Let's just start off with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Wow. Wow. Ukraine war, Roe versus Wade, crazy tornadoes and fires going everywhere, and pro- probably flooding. I mean, not in our local area necessarily, but yeah. I know it's going on. Well, it actually did flood near. Um, I should say the gym flooded the other day, so yeah. that's oh. great. Poor. <laughs> probably smells now, huh? It does. It's yeah. terrible. I'm sad. That's sad. Uh, and then the Met Gala. Wow, those outfits are something. Yep. So let's take a dive into that Met Gala. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Do you have anybody specifically you want to talk about first? Um, I just want to say Kim Kardashian, she outdid herself. I mean... But wait, I just got to say... Gilded Glamour. Did she execute the theme? Did she actually execute the theme of Gilded Glamour, though? No. Okay, no, she didn't execute it. But everybody is really happy because she was wearing two of Marilyn Monroe's dresses. One is from Mr. President Happy Birthday dress and then the 19... 19- I don't know for sure if she actually actually got it tied in the back or not. No, because she I wore that she fur. Lost, she yeah, wore the I know fur. she lost like... 16 pounds. Yes. Yep. Tons of weight, but she still... I watched the TikTok video of her um, not being able to tie it. She goes... I think she just wore like fur around it. Yeah, she did. Yeah. And then she also wore the 1962 Golden Globes dress. Now, I actually don't know if she wore the exact dress, but it is said that she did. But in my honest opinion, I think it was a replica of the dress. Mm. I don't know if they would specifically give her two. And if she did get an opportunity to wear it, it doesn't, it doesn't look like she probably would wear it that long because she wore the happy birthday dress only on the red carpet for a limited amount of time and was required to change out of it into a replica dress so yeah i mean that dress is at that museum for they bought that dress for 4.5 million Mm dollars and everyone that helped her into the dress wore gloves and Mm -hmm. i don't know did you know that they gave her um pieces of hair pieces of of hair she could try to dye her hair to it yes Oh, I didn't know it was so she could dye her hair to that I color. I that's what she was doing okay. with that. Because her hair is blonde now. Uh, interesting. Hair, like, okay, I did not I, know that's that. That's how I imagined it. Because why else would they give her hair? Unless she she's just like that and wants like Marilyn Monroe's hair. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's just say it's we the way know, that you think know. it. That's because okay. I was thinking something. I it. Yeah. It was like, maybe she was trying to go for that hair color for her own hair. Yeah, we can but say I that's also what don't it was. Necessarily like that she wore Marilyn Monroe's dress. Yeah. Not gonna lie, just because Marilyn Monroe's iconic, and Kim Kardashian is. She's I mean, iconic in her own in way. In her own era, but it's not the same yeah. as the time of. Yeah. Marilyn Monroe. So I like the and aspect of little, like. You know. Yeah. Pouring it up. Which is fun. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she was sleeping with Kennedy and that whole... Allegedly. Okay. <laughs> let's, not, let's not kid ourselves. Allegedly. And you know Kim gets around, but I love her anyways. Hey, she's getting that, that Pete dick now. She was... I was watching the Kardashians' uh, new TV show, and yeah. she made a joke about how, I cannot believe Courtney's only been married once. She's like, I've been married for the whole family. She's making a joke about herself. 
that's I good. Love, she can joke about it. Humor, yeah. Okay. So let's continue to go on down the list. Obviously, we know that the Kardashians did attend the Met Gala. Um, the only one that didn't that did not attend was Rob Kardashian. But this was Khloe Kardashian's first Met Gala that she was invited to. Super happy for her. That's awesome that she got to her attend. Dress was really pretty, which they had a piece on every bead. <sighs> I did not like it. I I thought okay. I thought it was pretty. The dress is pretty. First Met Gala. I would have expected a little more, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and it wasn't like it was Marilyn Monroe's dress. You know? Right, yeah. I'm happy that she was there. I'm happy, you know, whatever. But did it hit for me? No, I don't think so. Um, next person we're going to talk about is Kylie Jenner. Okay, what did you think about Kylie Jenner's outfit? It's like she was trying to go to a baseball game, but also a wedding at the same time. Right. Like Can we say no to baseball caps on, like awards like mtv music awards like cmt music awards like can we no baseball caps people please like Nicki minaj wore a a black baseball cap why why you're pairing a baseball cap with a beautiful gown it doesn't make sense to me i do the fashion that they're trying to go with i don't it's not making it's just not creativity like wise it's just not clicking for me on her chest what was that about Did we well okay that, so it her um look was a tribute to virgil and if you guys don't know who virgil is he is an american designer who worked at louis vuitton um since 2018 and he tragically passed so her team had put together a tribute uh which obviously is her outfit was a tribute to him so in hindsight i think it's a beautiful aspect the way that they you know put this together for her um but i don't i don't like the look i don't i didn't really like it i didn't really care for it like given the circumstances it's the met gala like it's not gilded glamour in my opinion i loved the bottom of her dress (laughs) i thought that was wedding dress though i personally wouldn't pick that as my wedding dress but (laughs) i thought it was white it's white yeah she had a veil on too like her you know yeah yeah, but it was just so, it was a, a lot. Different. It's a lot to take in. Okay, let's talk about somebody we did like though. We I think we both agree that we we loved Blake Lively. One hundred percent. Babe, her love her. Husband's full support for her. Yep. And his face was just shock. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. I loved it. Yep. So Blake uh, like Blake Lively did an interview. Um, on the carpet and she was talking about her dress so obviously she was copper at first and then she went into her blue um if everyone knows i would the statue statue of liberty was copper and over time it is tarnished and turned blue um she was wearing a crown it had i think seven diamonds or something on it to represent the seven continents and then they added um, <clears throat> some other jewels to represent something which I can't remember off the top of my head what it represents. But I think it was a beautiful... Gorgeous. The way... Blake Lively can do no wrong. Every single time there's a Met Gala, she just executes it so mm-hmm. well. Her team, great job. Do you have anybody else that you really loved? Um, I loved Haley Bieber's little outfit. I don't know if I'd necessarily say that was Gilded Glamour, but it was She's still, just so effortless. It was yeah, it yeah. Was very just yeah i think she's just very yeah slimming and 
she was so fun. Yeah. I'm kind of, like, confused why maybe Justin Bieber didn't attend with her. But I think that was kind of, like, nice that they didn't attend together at the same time. Because it gives her an opportunity. Yeah, it kind of gives her an opportunity to, you know, attend something by herself. Be authentic. I don't know. Maybe that's the wrong outlook for it. But regardless, I think I did like her outfit. It wasn't executing the theme, but I liked it. Did Anybody you like else? Sarah Jessica Parker's outfit? No. <laughs> but how about <laughs> Billie Eilish? No. I I heard okay because then people from Bridgerton were there, like the cast. Yeah. Some people were there, and they wore what Gilded Glamour. And in my mind, Gilded Glamour is Bridgerton, like type right. era jewels and all. Right. So they they did. A I great think she job executed the theme. I wish. I think it could have been done better. Right. On her. I, I think Gucci styled her, and I, I really do think I, I, it could have been done better. I mean, come on. Sorry. I would have loved to see her maybe in a different color and not like that seafoam green. I just got to say that. Mm. Not the vibe. No. Um, I know one person that you are obsessed with, though, which is Austin Butler. Yes, he looked very, very good. What a yep. handsome man. What a handsome man. <laughs> and Bradley Cooper, just very. Yep. And Shawn Mendes. I don't. Shawn Mendes had the outfit of what a, the cast. Okay, I just wear. don't. He looked good. I think it could have been done differently. Yeah. I don't like it. It reminded me of like princess, like prince. It is. That, like that Disney. Is like... like it reminded me of Disney. It didn't remind me of Gilded <laughs> Glamour. It reminded me of like a Disney prince. It just wasn't for me, I think. Yeah. Sorry. Sean Mendez, but you're okay. not the vibe. <laughs> okay. Anyone else that stands out to you or that you want to make note of? No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe one other person, which is Kendall Jenner. I think everyone was talking about her eyebrows a lot because she dyed them. So, I don't know. I think it's a hit and a miss. I kind of like it, kind of don't. It's not something that I think is for everyday wear. Um, but I mean, if that's something you want to do and that's your style and you can, I mean that by all means do it. I'm not saying don't do it. Um, but I think she made a statement at least, right? I mean, I I loved her gown. I loved the embezzlement, the crystals and stuff, the sheer top she wore. I think overall she did hit the theme, like uh, pretty close. I wouldn't say it's like, you know, in my top 10, but she hit it. What do you think? eyebrows (laughs) (laughs) eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> I just overall with the Met Gala I think the point of everyone doing what they do with their costumes is for people to talk about it and that is what we're doing like they get yeah. good publicity no matter if it's a good or a bad outfit people are still talking about them exactly it raises awareness to themselves which is what they mm-hmm. wanted so even though we don't agree with what people wore or it's just something to talk about everyone's still like going to their pages and following them or you know, commenting, and it's just... Yeah, we're talking about it. Like, yep. hyping them up regardless if we like it or not. Exactly. So. Couldn't have said it know, any better. Do you know why they started Met Gala? I don't. I know, I don't either. I need to, like... I don't know. All I gotta say is, is that is the Met Gala is hosted at the Met Museum in New York City. If you have never been to the Met, please go. If you're ever in New York City and being a tourist or you ever live there... It's so beautiful. Jorge and I went, I think, in, like, 2017, 2018, something something like that. And it was beautiful. 
So yeah, yeah, the point of the Met Gala is an event that has been held every year since 1948. The gala was created to fund the Metropolitan Museum of Arts Costume Institute. Yep. So it's just a fundraiser, which is interesting. I'm almost positive that it costs, uh, even though you are invited, you have to pay to attend, and it's uh, $30,000. I think. Don't quote me on it. And you have to. And you have to pay to attend. It's about 30 grand. What I read. I'm, I can't say if that's, like, a for sure fact, though. But that's crazy. Yeah, super crazy. Um, let's dive into the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. Oh, man, I love that shit so much. What do you want to say, babe? Anyone knows anything about me, I love Johnny Depp. Prior to the Caribbean, mm, love it She all. loves Johnny Depp and drama, so. Yes. Let's <laughs> dive in. Amber Heard and Johnny met on the production of Rum Diary, that's what started kindling their love. Mm-hmm. They um, filed for divorce in 2016. Heard got $7 million in the divorce settlement. Um, and um, wait, I just got to pause you really quick. Which she said she was donating it, and she, she fucking lied. She is a liar. Anything. So if that tells you anything about her character, she's a swindler. She yep. tries to just get people. She's a, a terrible actor. Yep. I never saw Aquaman or whatever that movie's called. <laughs> but... I just, what is it called? Is that what it's called? I think something. Oh my gosh. Yeah, something to that. To see her on trial and her crying and taking the tissue and brushing over her whole face. I was like, I saw that. I was like, oh my God, you're not even crying. Like, calm down. And Amber, like, walked by each other. She, like, backed up. (gasps) She's like, oh my God, he's coming so close to me. I'm so terrified. Okay. But, okay, on a side note, if. It is proven that those things happen, and I'm not. We are not saying that those things did or didn't it's happen. Hard to say. It's just real, like the way that she portraying herself. After yeah, she it's a little. Bed, <laughs> and after she threw <laughs> a bottle at him, and then uh, he cut his finger and lost his finger. One of the security guards actually found it and said, "Finger? Like, can you imagine being a security guard at that household?" And yep, I'm not saying he didn't do drugs, and I'm not saying he didn't drink. Like, right. But I think she definitely swindled him into getting his money and yep. getting what she wanted out of it was yep. so the fact that she took that outlet as a chance to publicity like create awareness for herself for being beat when she in reality may or may not have been beat is yeah. absurd yep and the fact that johnny depp's kids didn't want anything to do with her tells you a lot about her character yeah so i just in yeah and then um, Depp was asked to resign from Fantastic Beasts 3, which he still got paid because it was the player paid um, contract that he signed. Whether or not they like kicked him out or not, he still got paid, so he still oh, got that's cool. like, millions of dollars for that. And then Disney, of course, kicked him out, which he did in an interview, and he said he would never go back. No matter how much they offered him or how many llamas they gave him, he would not go back. Well, I mean, with... I think that's good on his part because, like... Pirates of the Caribbean would be nothing without mm-hmm. him. And he you still imagine, rides. They still sell shit at Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, Jack Sparrow has been the only thing that's kept Pirates of the Caribbean going. Right. Like, that's the reason why I watch it. So, oh, exactly. Yeah. He, he, is the, he is the whole plot of the movie. Like, it, it's literally based around his character. Yes. So... And he, like, actually changed the way that the script was written to fit his personality and to fit his character and make it better so right. that he could perform better. I just, yep. I love I gotta say one thing, though. Um, so when Amber Heard came out and said that she was a victim of abuse in 2018, 
Um, if you guys don't remember, the Me Too movement was a huge thing in 2018. So I felt like she used this Me Too movement as her voice and saying that, you know, Johnny Depp was her abuser. Um, like we said, we can't say whether or not that these statements are true or false, but the way that she is acting Mm -hmm. and voicing these experiences does make you know people like us question whether she is credible Mm -hmm. or not so can be part of the me too movement too oh absolutely yeah so i mean johnny depp's exes winona kate and vanessa had all good things to say about him right and so the mother of his children she's been in his life for forever because they have kids together if she's got nothing bad about bad to say about him then I right. just have a hard time believing. You, he has very Amber credible Heard. witnesses to attest to his behavior. Yes. And I think Amber doesn't really have a lot of people on her side. So it's a super sad situation overall. Um, I don't really... I want to... Like, I have, like, a person whose side I'm more on, but I'm, like, still, like, swaying just because it is talks about, about abuse and I... I think once the court case is over, then we can kind of see, like, the overall, you know, what happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read a quote that Amber Heard said during a recording um, when she hit him. She said, I don't know what the motion of my actual hand was, but you're fine. I did not hurt you. I did not punch you. I was hitting you. I just don't understand how that could be taken any other way than she hit him from that statement right she says, i wasn't Basically, hitting you i wasn't hurting you you're fine it's like okay but you can't downplay the effect of emotional abuse or physical abuse when you right she's ad- she's that. openly admitting that she was hitting him but like she was trying to say that she wasn't hitting him it sounds like yes. she's like i wasn't really hurting you but let me i was hitting Stop you though fucking baby johnny like who's yeah. the world gonna believe yeah. If you come out and say that, that in my mind tells you right there. That tells you a lot. About her character. Mm-hmm. And how truthful her actions are. So we'll see how it ends up being. She sounds, no offense to anybody, but she sounds like a nutcase. In my opinion, she sounds really unbelievable. In, in her hitting him, I could see him, you know, trying to defend himself. In that. Who wouldn't want to defend themselves? Yes. I mean... Whether it's putting your hand up or, like, shoving somebody, it's, like, regardless of the action of, like, being defensive, it's still an act of defense, you know, mm-hmm. of protecting yourself. So, I mean, none of us were there. We can't say whether or not these things actually happened or they didn't happen. So, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how it ends because mm-hmm. if uh, Johnny Depp wins, great. Good on his, his half. still ruined. His, yeah, it's still ruined, but if... He can maybe claim or start his own productions or something. Something. Who knows? I'm sure he'll be fine. But, uh, you know, if he doesn't win and he loses, Amber Heard does have a defamation case in works. millions of dollars. A hundred million dollars. So. And I think at this point, for Johnny, it's not even about the money. I mean, I think he just wants to, like, be heard, which is fine. I think it's great. So good for him. Yeah. It's obviously the hot topic going on right now, and every yep. TikTok I scroll through is the case. Yep. So everyone's saying that she was a 
snorting cocaine on the stand. I've heard that too, because she does her nose thing, and then yeah. she's also like carrying like uh, like a, a tin, canister, yes, yeah, and then hides it when the cop walks by. Like I've seen that video. Mm-hmm. Oh, just love the gossip for love and gossip, baby. Woo! That's what we're here for. <laughs> we're here to give you the tea. Okay. Yes. Sip that tea. Well, <laughs> speaking of abuse and trauma, our next topic is friends versus therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll talk about why we ch- why we why some of us choose therapy. <laughs> I can't say that I do, but um, and then some stats and how to help get help. So, Anna, do you want to take lead on why you choose therapy? Yeah. Um. So, uh, <laughs> I think I've been in therapy for like almost. I think it's been almost two years. Um, Start of COVID or during COVID? It was during COVID. I was kind of going through like an identity crisis. Um, For those of you who don't know, I do not know my biological dad. Um, I know of him. I've met him once, but I um, do not have a relationship with my biological dad, which kind of put me in identity crisis because I'm not as um, involved in my culture. I am half Hispanic and half German. And I don't speak Spanish. I didn't grow up with the luxury of... um, Dual language. Yeah, dual language and all of that stuff. So um, it's been kind of... It it feels almost like a burden like it's been weighing on me. So that's why I kind of went through like an identity crisis about it. And then also um, just kind of healing some childhood trauma that I experienced. Uh, I don't want to go too in-depth of like what I encountered as a child. Um, But yeah, those are kind of like some things that... In inspired me almost to like go to therapy um wanting to have kids was like a really big one for me so whether or not I wanted to have them or I didn't want to have them um healing was a big choice for me to consider to have children of my own because what I endured endured as a child um has really affected me even still to this day so I didn't know how I was going to have a have a child without without healing because I wanted to be the best version of myself um if I if that was something that I chose to have you know to have a family so yeah those are some reasons that I chose therapy um I do have to say Jorge was a really big one for me though um he to motivate you to go to therapy yeah to motivate me um I actually remember the night I was having I was crying a lot about my dad and my biological dad and uh, the dad that I grew up with and uh, I was just my emotions got the best of me and Jorge kind of as the best you know as he could he basically just said like you need to go to therapy so um, he said it as nicely as possible as somebody could say it to you know someone with trauma sometimes so sometimes it takes that yeah. person to tell you you need this yeah. for you to see it clearly like oh it's affecting me it's right. affecting how they... It's affecting my relationships with other people. It's affecting my re- yeah. relationship with myself, um, how I view myself, how I view others. So um, Jorge was like a really big uh, a really big motivation for me to go because it, it truly made me think that somebody was... Like he, ca- he cared enough to tell me the truth about, mm-hmm. you know, my trauma was severely affecting me and it was probably affecting him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I think it's good. I think therapy is, I will advocate for anyone to go. I think it's such, it has been such a big help for me personally. I can't say it, can't say it for everybody, but for me, 
it has helped me a lot um but yeah what do you think about what do you think about therapy I love it for people (laughs) I just haven't gotten around to go I feel like I've been in limbo with should I go to therapy should I not and I know you've encouraged me a ton and Mm -hmm. a coworker at work encouraged me like I'll go through a rough patch for a while and then I'll somehow my mind will be able to get past it and I'll be like oh I don't need therapy you know and I'll move on to the next thing that happens and then I'm like oh I should probably go see a therapist just because I I like talking to people about it but I don't like I feel like I need to find a resolution within myself and sometimes it's hard to come to that conclusion or like a positivity is a lot what your like your therapist recommends for you like finding the good mm-hmm. in your life and shunning out like what's causing these problems and negativity so for me it's just kind of hard to let go of things so sometimes I've been thinking about going to therapy um especially with working in healthcare. you know you get um counseling or like not counseling but therapy like four sessions a year or something free so I need to just utilize it I just have yeah so I've been able to you know talk with friends talk with you about things and I like yeah I'm fine but there is times where I break down too like everyone. yeah I think there's a I advocate for you know everyone to go to therapy I will advocate for any of my family and friends um but I think it it, it leads by choice mm-hmm. so um I never want to put pressure on anybody who is not ready for therapy because I know there's a lot of stigma around seeking therapy, seeking counseling, and talking about, you know, these things from a, a person who's going to have an unbiased opinion based on what's happening in your life. Mm-hmm. So um, what do you think about the difference between talking to friends and going to a therapist? Like, do you, ha- do you see that there is, like, a difference between venting and, like, getting biased opinions or unbiased opinions from your friends and then seeking a therapist? Do you think? <laughs> um, I, I just, like, sometimes you just have to get things out, and sometimes I think that right. helps where I'm like, oh, I don't need to go see a therapist because I've... Because you feel I, like I'm it's good. lifted like, off your shoulders. Yeah. I confess that I did something you know that I thought was bad or whatever like that's Mm -hmm. um I just hold a lot of insecurities within myself and um I know that everyone makes mistakes and that everyone is not always going to be perfect 100% of the time but that's part of where I struggle so I just sometimes just venting about that helps me I don't know my cats have been a really good healing and I think ever Mm -hmm. since I got them since Christmas my like need for a therapist has gone way down because yeah, but I don't know. I still think that a therapy would be good, and I definitely recommend it to people. I had a coworker who I don't think was seen there, like wasn't talking to a therapist at this time when she started working with me, and I was orienting her, and she was really chatty, and we like really bonded, and mm-hmm. um, but she felt bad for venting to me, and then she wanted to seek professional um, help, which is awesome. Yeah, and she's been a really good encourager with trying to seek therapy too but just having that friend talk to you even will help just reaching out to your friends too when they're in need and just checking in on someone honestly could make their day so exactly Mm -hmm. I think it's a great to have friends I don't think I would be able to keep going without friends I would definitely have a therapist if I only had Curtis and my cats (laughs) (laughs) so I appreciate all my friends and love them all dearly so yeah how about you what do you think I love therapy. I love therapy. It's hard for me for you to probably answer that. Um, 
I think for me, it there is a clear line between venting and talking to my friends and like seeing a therapist. And I think I have this view, obviously, because I do go to therapy. Um, I'm not gonna lie to you. There's there are a lot of things I don't I do not tell my friends. Um, I mean, given the circumstances of like my childhood trauma, I I don't go out and tell everybody what happened to me. Um, I only talk about it with my therapist because it's a safe place. It, yeah, hurt. yeah. Like, I don't know. You probably view someone and are like, oh, they know too much about me. Well, it's nice and to like, get feedback on like um, validation on my feelings um, because she's giving me like clear boundaries and more confidence on myself to like good tools to utilize. Yeah, throughout my daily like daily routine, my life, and I just feel like venting to my friends and hearing their opinions or sometimes hearing how they can relate to me um it I I love that I can relate to my friends but sometimes it doesn't make me feel good for some reason Mm -hmm. so I'm like because sometimes when I go to somebody it's like I I want to talk to you about like the things that I'm that I have experienced or I am experiencing and I'm not looking for a relatable story sometimes I'm just looking for you to just like I'm just looking for friends to mostly just like hear me out listen I mean there are moments where I'm like wow yeah like that's so relatable like thank you for telling me but then going to therapy it's just way different I feel like there's just more boundaries there I have more control of my emotions I feel more heard um than versus like when I am speaking with my friends so I feel like that's just the difference between me talking to my friends and me going to therapy so I feel like therapy is just building me up for success and more confidence Mm -hmm. um in the way that I approach my experiences or future experience experiences um than you know per se talking to my friends I feel like sometimes that can be a biased opinion and I'm looking for an unbiased opinion and an educated opinion through my therapist that's just I think not everybody is going to view it how I do but I truly do think therapy has tremendously helped my life so I feel a little more calm yes so a little more control you give good advice yeah things you learn from therapy than you yeah see the aura a lot better for you right I was down people I I really was um well and COVID didn't help anyone because you're so secluded exactly no one could see anyone yep so that made it really hard obviously and a lot of people sought out um therapy during this time and it became a more cultural accepting thing Mm -hmm. which I really loved because it's just better to see a therapist and I yeah. I can't say that suicidal rates have gone down or anything like that necessarily from seeking ther- therapy like I mean let me rephrase that like I can't say that the stats of like suicide have gone down but I still think that having therapy as an option and more socially available has helped people like go seek therapy yeah. sort of, instead of killing themselves mm-hmm. before they get to that point right so yeah it helps prevent suicide by seeking therapy 100 exactly um yeah so i think another thing i wanted to touch base on is uh 
I am a little spiritual. I wouldn't say like I'm full in-depth like crystal hippie vibes or anything. I do like have some crystals at home, but it's not like I'm wearing crystals and So you come take... from witch ancestors? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Um but another thing that I wanted to touch base on just a little bit is like um, another reason I go to therapy is I'm I'm finding out that first of all no one in my family goes to therapy besides me um, at least in my immediate family that I know of I can't say for you know other cousins distant cousins or whatever but in my immediate family I know of nobody goes to therapy and so throughout my process of like going and seeing my therapist I'm finding out that I'm kind of ending a generational trauma um if you guys don't know what that means it's basically things that are passed down in your lifeline um that have yet to be resolved um so I don't want to name like things specifically to my generational trauma but one thing I will know or say that I'm confident in speaking on is um, that I feel like that I have potentially ended with my relationship with Jorge is um, domestic abuse through um, partners. Um, A lot of my, um, like my mom and my aunt have, and um, some of my grandparents have experienced domestic abuse. So I feel like that's something that, I'm seeing that I'm ending in my generation. So, I don't know. I've just wanted to speak a little bit on that because I feel like you can intertwine. I feel like people think of therapy as like really by the book and it doesn't have to be by the book for you. Whatever you want to talk about. Right. So, therapy can be anything that, uh, you know, inclines with you spiritually. It can, you know, if if you lead through mostly faith it could go through a lot of, you know, through God, if that's something that you want to view it through, and that's perfectly fine. But spiritual, the spiritual aspect has really helped me, I feel like, like thinking of it more spiritually, like how I'm evolving in this life. So I just wanted to note on that a little bit. Do you have anything else? No? Touch base on educating on <laughs> therapy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, so... Um, so, moral of the story, get therapy. Just everyone needs a therapist. <laughs> everyone needs a therapist. Maybe Go maybe seek the it. Maybe we talk, I'll have seen a therapist. Yeah, who knows? Maybe and this will change your mind. Going to a therapist does not mean you're crazy. No. Just ending that there. Yeah. Ending the stigma. Something. So, you don't have to see, see a therapist just because something happened to you. Um, you can literally go see a therapist... I don't know, for any given reason, because you want to be a better person. Um, I don't know. It doesn't have to be just traumatic experiences for your life. It could literally just... So you can go and vent. I know that people go to therapy literally just to go vent about work. So, I mean, if that's something that's really affecting your life, then that's what you seek a therapist for. Mm -hmm. You can seek a therapist for any given reason. So ending the stigma that... Especially healthcare workers. I mean, mm-hmm. babe, you're speaking be, it. I know. You're a healthcare worker. You are too. I know, but I'm not a you nurse. Really are seen at the, 
it doesn't matter what you do. Like everyone's been through trauma with COVID, regardless of how yeah. how much of it you have. You're still gonna be affected yeah. by what you've seen, or even like working in the ER and seeing so much shit come through. It's like wow. Mm. Yeah, I guess I I didn't really think about that. Yeah, I kind of like make excuses myself. for myself. Yeah, I would. Just because you are a nurse doesn't mean anything. But. Yeah. I will note just something that did affect me um, or has affected me, but now I kind of, like, detach from it a little bit, is my job is to watch, watch heart rhythms. And um, when people pass, it's so – my first experience at watching a heart rhythm mm-hmm. was so, like – I don't know how to explain the feeling. I was a little overwhelmed, I think, just watching it flatline. Like, somebody go from heart rate of 120 to – 40 to zero was like a little traumatic and then making phone calls you know about patients so yeah I guess I didn't really think about it to be honest I kind of just detached myself and I was like oh I'm not in the room with these people like oh but it still affects you like it does I detach myself in the situation but then when I'm out of situation I reflect and it's really hard to see families like lose a loved one yeah like I, I it's sad to lose someone but then to watch a family struggle through losing someone is probably the hardest part of it Mm because all I can do is try my best in that moment and that's all anyone can do right is try exactly I uh I kind of didn't realize how much I am detaching myself Mm -hmm. from working in healthcare but I am now like really thinking about it um I did my first or I not my first but like I was involved in my first hero walk um last week so that was yeah it was like I don't know it was sad and think about how many people they get to help yeah yeah I I don't know I didn't realize now that you said that I just like I said I didn't realize how detached I was from my experiences working in healthcare but now I can reflect on them I guess (laughs) sorry not to make you like reflect on it but But yeah I think like Maddie said um given the circumstances I think if you're involved in healthcare, um we advocate for you and um to go to therapy if that's something that you want to do for you so yeah because I'd hate to see anyone I mean it's happening across the nation Mm -hmm. burning out from COVID from all these people that are sick I mean Mm-hmm. throughout the year people get burned out with healthcare just because they see too much or yeah. it's too physically hard on their body either one I mean right. maybe therapy will keep them in or find something in that field of work that they work that they enjoy and that they right. handle for their stress so exactly I mean I know <laughs> this might be T- TMI but when I work in the ER I, I get really anxious and I get like IBS or I have to go to the bathroom a ton mm-hmm. which is if you don't know irritable bowel syndrome yep um so I just it just comes with I mean it happens to everyone I have another coworker yeah. who also says she gets really nervous to work because she has been um faced with trauma from her last place of work and so she comes to work every day like super anxious because of what she experienced at her old hospital that she worked yeah at. might be worth so, seeking a therapist for well but you talking know, you about it anything about for me because it's just I know, it's but... It's predictable, and that's what scares me, but I love that. Like, scares the shit out of me, let's go, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have quit if I can't it. <laughs> well, I'm glad you haven't quit, okay? Um, so, where can you guys seek help? 
Um, some places that Maddie and I have looked into or talked about, um, one is psychology to get, ooh, psycho- <laughs> psychologytoday.com. Um, what's the one that you said, um, Maddie? Talk Heart to Heart. Um, it's a website. It's Talk to Heart. TalkHeartToHeart.org, and it's geared toward kids and parents to get conversations going and to see if your kid needs therapy or just guidance with anything. Because, I mean, being a kid sometimes can be hard with being bullied or mm-hmm. not knowing what you want to do because they're still figuring themselves out. So that's a great place to start for that as well. Right. And then a couple other um, resources that you can seek are obviously your parents, um, friends, you can seek therapy, like we've stated before. Um, and then we just want to end with the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. Um, Maddie, what's that number? 800-273-8255. And again, that's for anyone that's having thoughts of harming themselves. They'll give you great resources and connect you with an emergency person to yeah. send to your way or talk to on the phone. Yep. So. Perfect. Um, you guys can go ahead and find this episode on Spotify. Um, you can follow us on our Instagram. Mine is Ayana Lee Brewer. Maddie is what's your Instagram? Mad Dog Fit. Mine's kind of hard to find though, so it's Mad with two D's and then a <laughs> like an underscore. Yeah, underscore. Undersc- well, yeah. And then whatever. It's yeah, Mad Dog. Anyway, it's Mad Dog Fit. <laughs> All right, guys, talk to you later. Bye.